Hi, everyone, and welcome to audio note number 26. My name is Andrew Robinson, and I am thinking that some of you out there may be asking some questions, uh, beginning with, so what? Sort of like, thanks, Andrew, for this lesson on the anatomy of the self. What on earth do you want me to do with it? It's a very good question. After all, what good is all of this knowledge if we don't translate it into our daily lives? There is a huge difference between knowing that and knowing how. Knowing that is knowledge about something. You can know a lot about something. In this case, the self or leadership. Knowing how is knowledge you internalize. It's personal. In other words, you can know that something is this way or that way without actually knowing how to translate it in a way that affects your perceptions, your choices, your actions. And you can know all the right answers objectively, but if that head knowledge does not inhabit your feet, your hands, your actions, what good is it? So that's where we're going from here. In this audio note, I'll give you a process that you can use every single day to strengthen your selfship. It helps you translate your knowledge of yourself into daily life, literally on the fly, in the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon, during a meeting, after a meeting. The process is a practice that you don't just do once or twice. I've designed it to be a habit, one that you actually integrate into your life in such a way that it transforms your personal and your professional life. But before I walk you through this practice, I need to include one more element to your understanding of yourself and what it means to truly possess selfship. So my wife came home the other day and she took the dog to the vet and informed me that Leela, that's our 10-year-old Bernice Mountain Dog, has achieved super senior status, which means she is in the top percentile for her breed in terms of lifespan, which is great. We've had her for a very long time, 10 years to be exact. Ever since she was a little puppy, we would take Leela to stay at Julia's house. Julia was our dog sitter, dog trainer when we were out of town. Julia is a true dog whisperer. It literally says it on her car, but she she actually is a dog whisperer. She's amazing. She can handle any dog, no matter how difficult. Fortunately, Leela is extremely easy, but I've seen her handle some very challenging cases. Sometimes when we dropped Leela at Julia's, she would have as many as a dozen dogs boarding with her. No matter how many dogs are under Julia's care, what amazes me about her is she knows exactly how to adapt her approach to each dog, depending on the dog's unique temperament. It's like she has a separate operating manual for each dog that she watches. She knows if they need gentleness or firmness, and she'll adjust her tone, her body language, depending on the dog's unique needs. It's incredible to watch. So it's in this sense that you and I look a whole lot like Julia's house on a holiday weekend or spring break when everyone has dropped off their dog because they're going out of town for vacation. The yard is packed with all kinds of breeds and temperaments. They're beautiful purebreds, some rough looking mutts, some that are even neglected or even abused. Some are energetic, others keep to themselves. Some are safe and lovable while others are unpredictable around people and other dogs. You know what I'm talking about if you've ever watched a dog park in action. What struck me about Julia is, is that not all the dogs she watched were super well behaved or overly submissive. They ran around, they played, they wrestled. Some just chilled out in the corner. 
But as a whole, what struck me is that these dogs seemed to feel free because they knew that Julia was there. She was in charge, attentive, engaged, that she was safe. And just like the dogs running around within Julia's fenced yard, you and I are comprised of numerous parts. And I touched on this in the last audio note. Each part has their own temperament, their own needs, and their own tendencies. Selfship means working with ourselves the same way that Julia works with the dogs under her care. Like I said, Julia knows each dog, its personality, its tendencies, its needs. How well do you recognize yourselves? How well do you know them and what each one needs? In the last audio note, I said that the self is that part of us that brings calm, order, and security to ourselves. This is your adult self, as some may call it. Like Julia, your adult self knows how to work with all the other parts. This ability, though, doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. It takes commitment. But who's guiding that adult self? Who's the one directing your adult to bring calm to the activated self or selves? Who is the self that directs the adult self to walk across the room and bring calm and safety to that mobile that's spinning around? That is the self with a capital S. The self isn't any of the parts. It's not even the adult self that tends to yourselves the way Julia cares for her dogs. It's the you that tends to the rest of you. It's a really complex idea, but it's taken me 25 and a half audio notes to share this last statement. Actually, it's taken a lifetime. I call this practice roll call, and I used it this morning as I do most mornings and most days. And remember in grade school when the teacher took roll, when you heard your name, you answered here to let the teacher know that you were present. With roll call, you're paying particular attention to your activated parts, if there are any. Maybe you're fine. Maybe you don't have any activated parts at the moment, or maybe you do, but just aren't conscious of their presence. That's the purpose of roll call. Here's how it worked for me this morning. I could tell that several parts were activated. The temptation in those moments for me is that I'm just going to keep on going. I'm just going to keep on trucking through the day and ignore it. And I could totally do that, but it would mean going into my day and all the interactions with family, friends, and clients in a state of activation. But instead of powering through, I gave voice to the activated parts. So rather than ignore them, I actually wrote down the thoughts, the feelings, the perceptions these parts had to share. It's my way of saying, okay, who's here and what do you have to say? Doing so gives voice to the parts that are most activated. And in so doing, it raised me out of that part or those parts that are activated. My adult self was able to conduct roll call for the other selves. So notice that I'm not necessarily interested in what caused my reaction. I'm not asking why they activated. I'll go there eventually, but for now, I'm just noticing that I reacted and most importantly, who reacted. So I had you play with this idea in some earlier audio notes. Now you have a much more developed understanding of the complex identity framework as opposed to viewing yourselves as a single-selved organism. 
The practice of roll call brings these parts to the forefront, gives them a voice, and in so doing, my adult self can tend to these activated parts. As I said earlier, it's the self that makes this all possible. So I realize this is really abstract, so let's get super practical. Here's what I want you to do to conduct a roll call. First, describe what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're perceiving. Do you feel angry? Do you feel depressed? Do you feel anxious? Do you think others are for you? Do you think others are against you? Have you entered a state of shame or pride or some other state? That's the first step. Just write it down. Second, give voice to those feelings, those thoughts, those perceptions. Maybe you're feeling depressed. So maybe the first thing you write down is, I'm depressed. How about your thinking? Maybe you're thinking something like, I don't have any worth. What do I really bring to the world? Things like that. Capture any perceptions associated with these feelings and thoughts. Or maybe it's, people don't seem to like me. Whatever it is, write it down. Keep going until you fully capture the feelings, the thoughts, the perceptions that occupy your mind. Third, as you reflect on what you've written down, and as you grow more acquainted with the activated part or parts, ask yourself how old they sound. Is this the voice of a child, an adolescent, more like a 20-year-old? It may not be immediately evident, so give it some time, give it some thought, but with practice and attention, you'll begin to denote who's present. That's why I call it roll call. Now that you've given voice to this part or these parts, you have a better sense of what they need. Let them teach you. This is exactly like Julia studying each dog's personality and calibrating her specific approach to their particular needs. Maybe this part of you that you access needs to cry, or maybe you need to take a walk or even a run. Maybe this part needs to go lift or push something heavy to express energy. You'll be able to tell if you're truly listening and joining with that part or those parts. But notice what's happening during this process. With practice, with commitment, you'll notice you're able to inhabit your adult self. That's what enables you to do roll call. It's no longer you that's depressed. It's a part of you that's depressed or angry or anxious. When you're able to notice this part and gain some distance from this part, you are inhabiting your adult self. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to recognize those parts. That way, you're able to care for this part instead of that part feeling alone and abandoned. So that's roll call. It's the single most important practice I can offer for developing selfship. Literally, like I said, I've been building to this the entire time. So give it a try. Follow these three steps. It may sound really odd. I'm sure it does for a lot of you. But if you've listened this far, you obviously don't think that this process is odd. You see value in it. But it will probably feel unfamiliar. Stick with it and it will become a habit. As always, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, I am so glad that you are here. Take care.